Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Have you had the experience that women seem to just walk all over you? Or that women seem to keep throwing you into the friend zone? Perhaps you find that your friends have a way of taking advantage of you on an ongoing basis and never seem to get back. Maybe you've noticed that in relationships, women seem to lose sexual interest in you very quickly. If this is you, you might well be suffering from nice guy syndrome. In today's video, I'm going to go into great detail what actually creates a nice guy syndrome, what it's all about, why it's not all just about being nice, and most importantly, of course, what you can do to break the cycle and stop falling into the nice guy trap forever. So the first thing we need to do is understand really what a nice guy actually is. You see, a lot of men who have this condition, they think that the problem is that they're just really, really good guys, and that the world is bad towards them, and therefore they get punished for being such good people. That's not really quite true. Um, There is a difference. You see, to be a a nice guy is not the same, doesn't mean the same thing as being a good person. So what's the difference? What What is it all about? Well, nice guys, they have a maladaptive strategy for being loved. So there's a belief system they have. And the first part of that belief system is that if I demonstrate well how good I am at looking after you and being there for all your wants and needs, that means I deserve to be loved by you. The second part to the nice guy thinking is is actually the most dangerous, which is if I ever refuse you, turn you down, disappoint you, or break rapport with you, then I'm not worthy of being loved by you anymore. And that is, that's one of the the, the worst parts about being in this system, in this mindset of the nice guy. And this is something that I can relate to personally because I went through this. I've been through this journey myself. I suffered dreadfully as a nice guy, as a younger man. And it's one of the most insidious things because you go through life being actually stressed out about the notion of disappointing or letting down or breaking rapport with people because you feel like that means you don't deserve to be loved. The end result here then is that you end up going through life um, catering to everyone else's wants and needs and whims, right? That's how you go through your life because you're trying to demonstrate what a great friend or lover or potential match you can be by doing all these things to them and never breaking rapport or turning them down or saying the word no very often. And what you're doing is you're training people that you love. You're teaching them that, that Damien or whoever you are loves looking after your needs. So what people start to do is they start to push more and more and more their needs onto you and you keep going with it and going with it and going with it. And the more you do this, the more resentful you become. Um, and, and all of a sudden you feel like you're being walked over and because they're not reciprocating for you, because they're looking after their own needs, you're not looking after yours because, you know, you'd rather um, not have to say no than, than to look after a need of your own. And so all of a sudden you get walked over. Women take advantage of you. Men, your, your male friends, you know, they, 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 they push you and push you and, and they never seem to give back. But this, the fault lies on your shoulders because you're training them just like you train any other mammal, <laughs> a behavior pattern, what is and isn't okay, 
right? Um, if I if I never teach my dog that it's not okay to beg at the dinner table, the dog's always going to beg at the dinner table. It's not because the dog is a horrible thing, right? Or just a scavenger. It's simply because you haven't trained the dog otherwise. And humans are like this too. Um, I'm not trying to call women dogs. We're just we, we're animals that, that are trainable, and that's what we, that's what nice guys do. Now, when a lot of people think about nice guy situations, like when does the nice guy come out? They often speak in terms of the big events. So, you know, I'll give you an example of my nice guy stuff when I was a young guy. When I was 19 years old, I had a girlfriend that I'd been with for a couple of years. And uh, we were both, she was studying law and I was studying engineering. We were in our second year. And she wanted me to defer my degree in my second semester of the second year so that I'd have more time to hang out with her, <laughs> right? I don't know, you know, like she didn't want to defer her degree, I had to defer mine, so I agreed with it, I deferred my degree. And then later in that year, she was upset that I didn't have enough money to hang out with her because I just bought an investment property with my parents using all my money I was earning because I was only you know, working part-time while studying engineering. And so I, I got my parents to buy me out of my first investment property because I wanted to have more money to hang out with her because she was making a fuss about it. Terrible, terrible things. I hope you guys don't always have such extreme stories as I do on that. But when we think about nice guy stuff, we think about the big stuff. And so a lot of nice guys think, well, I would never do that. I'm not that stupid, Damien. And no, you probably wouldn't. But I'll tell you what, nice guy syndrome comes up in the really tiny things. It's really insidious. I'll give you an example. Imagine that you're sitting on a, I'm sitting on my couch with my girlfriend and we're watching a Netflix show with Netflix binging together and she's cuddled up next to me all nice and warm and cozy and an episode just finishes and I think to and I think to myself you know what I've had a really stressful week I've had a really it's wound me out and I feel like I just want to go outside and have a walk on my own and just clear my head a little bit now what a nice guy is going to do is going to look at the girlfriend and think oh but she's all cozy and cuddled up I don't want to disappoint her I don't want to break rapport Right? I don't want to be unworthy of love in this moment because I'm getting love and I don't want to turn it down because then I'm unworthy of it. And so they'll do nothing. It's these little moments because what you should do in that moment is say, I need, I need some time to clear my head. I need to break this moment. Sure, she'll be a little bit disappointed here, but that means when I go and clear my head, there'll be no resentments. Unfortunately, resent guys, they, uh, resent, um, nice guys, they build up little resentments in the head. Right, because they'll do this for the girlfriend, but then be upset that she never seems to do these little things for him. In other words, they're upset because he doesn't look after his own needs, and she does, and it creates resentment and nitpicking. nitpicking. So nice guys tend to do a lot of nitpicking in relationships with micro resentments, right? Building up, building up, building up, and all these little micro resentments and nitpickings, as well as the lack of respect a woman has when she can't trust a man to look after his needs, causes two things. First of all. First thing that happens is she starts to lose respect and she starts to treat him worse because she doesn't respect him as a man. The second thing is she'll stop seeing him sexually. So she'll stop wanting to engage with him and have sex with him. And nice guys see this consistently in long-term relationships. In the beginning, everything's fine and then she loses interest. So then what is the difference between being a strong man and being an asshole, right? Because a lot of guys, they think, well, if I'm not a nice guy, it means I have to be selfish and rude to women and just look after myself and only care about me. And that would make me an asshole. I don't want to be an asshole. But the truth is there is a difference. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll explain it here. So the difference between a strong man and an asshole is this. An asshole is selfish all the time and never considers or weighs up other people's needs against his own. A strong man 
makes his decision based on two factors. One, his own needs, and two, the needs of those around him. So imagine I'm here on sitting on the couch, cuddled up next to my partner. And in this situation, maybe my partner's dog died a few days ago. And she's feeling particularly vulnerable and in need of, of feeling safe and secure. Now, what do I do? Well, that becomes a question mark. How badly, how fiercely do I need alone time right now? If it's just a, gee, I, would, I think I'd like to be, have some alone time and clear my head a little bit, then no, I might make the decision to stay on the couch. And that isn't being a pushover. That's being a strong man who's weighed up my needs versus hers. She has a much greater need right now. I'm her partner. I care about her. So I'll, I'll be here, here for her in this moment. I'll get my alone time later. But again, maybe it's not. Maybe my need is really strong. Maybe I'm strung out. Yes, she needs me, but I can't be there for her right now because I'm strung out from work. I've had a really rough week and I just need a little bit of space. So then I might say to her, sweetie, you know what? Let's have some more time together watching this TV show in a bit. I just need some time on my own. I've had a really stressful week at work. Um, and that's the difference between an asshole and a strong man. Now, nice guys struggle with that distinction because they can't see, because they've got that rule, if I break rapport, I'm not worthy of love, they get stressed. I mean, I mean, I used to, I remember how stressed I get the notion of disappointing my partner or disappointing my friends is it, it, very real stressful. So how do you work through it? How do you work through your nice guy difficulties and, and come out the other end and break, break the cycle? Well, the first thing is this, the most powerful thing you can do to start is not even make any changes, but just start to become aware. Awareness is really powerful. It's really the first part of change. So what you gotta do is you get a notebook or use a, an app on your phone. And what you wanna do at the end of every day is think through your day and think of all the times you did a thing that you didn't really want to do. So maybe you uh, took on an extra task at work you didn't really want to have to do, or you, you met someone else's arbitrary deadline even though it threw other parts of your life out of whack because you felt obligated to. Or maybe you said yes to something, to, to meeting a friend for dinner you didn't want to. You said yes to doing something with your girlfriend that you didn't really want to do because you just wanted to please. Just start to create an awareness of how many times in a day you do something to please others or to not have to say no or break rapport with others. Creating this awareness is the first step. And, and seriously, do this for a week or two and, and your mind may well be blown how often you do things to please other people and not to please yourself. Now, after you've done this for a couple of weeks, what you wanna do is start looking through your notes, your records and think, all right, where, what would be the easiest thing for me to start changing? What, where do I consistently say no to other people, or not say no rather, and just acquiesce with their wants and needs, where I could say no and, and it'd be the easiest first steps for me to make? Because the idea is breaking out of a nice guy cycle is hard. It takes effort and it takes motivation. And, and so what you want to do is, is do it in a stepwise progress process, right? Just start with the easiest things first and build your way up. Because I'll tell you what, the world, like women love men who can look after themselves. And if that happens to be in the form of an asshole versus a nice guy, they'll take the asshole every time because you can trust an asshole. If he's, if he's doing something with you, it means he wants to. Right? With a nice guy, you don't know. You don't know if he's resenting you for it or not. And that's just a big turnoff for women. So you're going to have to break this cycle. Now, one of the hardest things about breaking out of a nice guy cycle is having a support network because you should never underestimate just how stressful trying to break the cycle is. Just how um, hard it can be to you know, break this cycle of feeling like you're not going to be loved if you don't do something. And so I always say to men who are working on this, find a support network, join a men's group, like do some Googling, find men's groups. There are online men's groups. There are 
um, often local men's groups. There's men's groups in almost every city I've lived in, and I've lived in about six or seven different cities. So do some Googling, check out meetup.com for men's groups, Facebook groups for men's groups, have a look. Because if you can meet with a group of men every week or two, and you can sort of share your nice guy journey with them, men understand this stuff. So most men have been through this at least in one point in their lives, and they'll be able to relate and help you through it and keep you motivated, keep you on point when your brain's reeling, you know, I feel really bad about this, should I? And the guy's like, no, slap, 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 you shouldn't feel bad at all, you're looking after you, and that's what she's going to be turned on by. You need someone to remind you of that regularly. So having that kind of network is really, really big. That's it, and thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care, and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.